Welcome to ACAD Tatten. We're a kid and her dad. <laughs> Sorry, I had, I had seltzer in my mouth. Talk talk you about the, that. No, no, it's excellent. No, no. No, no, this is called audio realism. We talk about the news. <laughs> yes. I'm her father. And I am Dudu <laughs> That is my impression of me having shelter in my mouth, though. <laughs> a cat We're a kid and her dad. Talk about the news. All right. Um, interestingly, so I, I've noticed over the course of however many 15 weeks we've been doing this, we've, we've shifted to having more and more not coronavirus news. And more coronavirus news every so often. Like... Um, it started out with more coronavirus news, but more and um, more got l- not coronavirus news. Um, we, I personally uh, think that it is because, not because the coronavirus is going away, but because nothing's really changing, like nothing new is happening. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think I think part of what the news is, is things that are new plural yeah and there isn't a lot of new plural yeah um i mean what well, obviously there's some updates but a lot of it is more like things are continuing to be like this as opposed that's to that's not new right i guess continuing is a kind of new but it's a different kind of new than new new yes mm-hmm. which is different than a moo moo you are not a cow correct mm-hmm. um but in Corona news, um, we have two things, uh, and they're Not both related. and they're both like Corona adjacent. Ish. Yeah, Corona ish. Um, first thing is we got news this week that the second stimulus check was uh, approved. So um, that ends up being I think twelve hundred dollars per person and five hundred for children or minor dependents. Mm-hmm. And um, those got sent out last time primarily um, through uh, electronic banking cards, or if you'd already paid your taxes, it got deposited into your account. Yes. Uh, so that um, it it was originally discussed as not going to be happening. It's not. Yeah, they said it wasn't happening. And then things continued to not get better economically. So there was a decision, and just this past week they said, you know what, everyone... Um, Should do it. Everyone Have a stimulus pa- A second stimulus package. Second stimulus check. The package... Check. Well, yeah. ...generally refers to the whole thing. Yes. And it also includes different sums for businesses and things like that. Yeah, it includes both stimulus checks, correct? To individuals. Yes. And the larger economic kind of incentive things for There's companies. one stimulus package and two stimulus checks. Correct? Uh, I think they're actually talking about this as a second package because the first okay. one passed the CARES Act, which is in the PPP loans. Yeah. And the individual checks to people. And this one um, is a separate one from the first one that was agreed. Okay. Um, the second piece of news <laughs> is also economically related, but only kind of uh, when you look at it closer yes so the news is sports are starting again we know that the major league baseball teams are beginning to play mm-hmm. um nfl is going to be playing too this fall i do not keep track of sports but i trust you um and really 
it, it's been suggested those are started up again because there's so much money to be made from sports being played. But yeah. it's not people going to stadiums and arenas that are going to be paying money for this because that is not going to be Happening. allowed. Some places, like, they, you have to wear masks if you're allowed there at all. So, And that includes potentially some of the players, question mark? I do not know. We can go check that. Let's go check that. We decided we didn't care, so moving on. Next up, some non-coronavirus news. Um, this one is kind of interesting. Um, the NAACP uh, sued Betsy DeVos's Department of Education. Um, Nahar, do you know what the NAACP is? Uh, yes, I do. The NAACP is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, is a civil rights organization in the United States, so where I live and where my dad lives, and that was formed in 1909, so the 1900s. Um, can you, just based on the name of it, realize that it was founded kind of a long time ago? It, yes. Based on what? Um, civil, no, I don't know. Colored people. Really? Yeah. So it's an old-fashioned year thing? It's much more old-fashioned. Today we would tend to use people of color. Yeah. As opposed to colored people. people. But mm. in 1909. That was more regular. And it wasn't even rude back then, was it? It was just, I mean, it's hard to talk about rudeness when, yeah, like when ra racism is just everywhere. Yes, but yeah. it wasn't like a mean word. The same way it would be yeah. today if you did that. Yeah, that's correct. Right. Okay. Different context for so sure. It wasn't like insulting. It was just different way to say it. It was founded by African Americans. Yeah. So they so named they it. They wouldn't name it an insulting thing right. if it was talking about usually themselves. Correct, Amundo. Anyway, the NAACP. Um, sued the Department of Education, um, and this is kind of an interesting kind of one-two... Specifically DeVos, or whatever her name uh, is. Betsy DeVos. DeVos. It, I mean, it's not suing her because she's she just a representative of the department. Yes, but they called her out. Right, exactly. So it's a little complicated, but the basic gist of it is DeVos issued a, um, a ruling that said if states want to use money to provide services for all students such as like tutoring or extra school buses for social distancing come the fall then they also have to fund uh equitable uh, services for private, private schools, schools for students in the district so what that's that's not normally how it goes because equitable services usually only apply for low-income students in private schools, right? So that the people who are in private schools through financial aid or grant funding, then they would get those services to make sure that those monies are being used equitably. And what what happens as a result of the rule shift is that um, there's a great greater amount of federal education money that's going to go to private school students instead of to students in public schools. So that means that private school students um, will get a greater amount of the money than usual and this is an issue because uh, yeah the um the private school students 
are usually more likely to be wealthy than the public school students, which means that they get money. Just because they already have money. They already have money. But it's not just about wealth, right? Yeah. It's also because we know that... Um, that the majority of the people in the private schools are white. Right. So if if public sorry private schools are getting more money, and we know that there is wealth and whiteness in there predominantly, then some of the schools have a majority of black people in the public schools. That was the bad way to say that, but um, I think I got my message across. Right. And so the the lawsuit from the NAACP says it's not this new rule is putting more money into private schools that already have more money because of the private income of the participants there. And it isn't a fair use of federal dollars. Yes, federal money. So we will see what happens with this. Like, um, have we seen the court case yet? I have not. Uh, it's out there. I didn't read it this time. Um, so okay, uh, I can read it if you think that's what you no, want me to do. I think it's um... it's certainly worth reading. I think it will probably go somewhere, and so we'll have a chance to take a look at it again. Maybe, um, yeah. Um, w- while we're talking about um, so- civil rights um, and the, uh, the United States, uh, a sad piece of news this week. Um, John Lewis died, and John Lewis was an incredible kind of towering figure of civil rights um, in the, in the United States. Yeah, so he. Uh, Do you remember? I think, um, yeah, he was um, part of SNCC, right? And what's SNCC? Uh, SNCC is the Student Nonviolent. Something committee coordinating coordinating. Yeah, so they they were the mostly college students and people supporting college students who were trying to do nonviolent action in primarily in the South. And he um did marching, correct? Yeah, so he pretty famously led um the the march across the Pettit's Bridge um into uh, um, Selma, Alabama. So Alabama, okay. So. Um, was part of the civil rights and nonviolent movement alongside Dr. King all throughout the 60s and 70s. But then, yeah, you remember what? Like he doesn't just stop. What does he end up doing? He uh, ends up being a U.S. representative yep. in the Senate. For, for just for in uh, Congress. Just in Congress. Yeah, and, and he was, and he died as a representative. He had he was serving for who? I mean, where? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. I, sh- I hope that's right. I believe it is. Let's see. Whew. Yes. Uh, the 5th District um, from 87 all the way until um, 2020. Uh, these are not ages. These are uh, <laughs> times. I was confused and I was like... From 1987 to 2020, he served... Uh, oh my God. I he didn't served know he was 2020 years in, old. In the house. Um, so, big... Big, big passing, and and in some ways, the significance of it is also that he's one of was one of the kind of last still involved in public service in a very major way individuals who was part of that movement in in the sixties. Um, yes. 
And so his his passing is a pretty significant one, especially given the moment we're in, in the wake of George Floyd with all these continuing um, yeah. changes. And they need somebody replace, to replace him. Yes, that's right. That's in, how, uh, the, in the fifth house. district yeah. in the house. Yes. Um, speaking of which, we've got a couple pieces of news related to um, the ongoing American um, unrest in regards to kind of continuing disparity of not just racial justice, but the ways in which people paying attention to, to race and violence and is different for different contexts. So first off, um, the uh, a Derek Chauvin-related piece of news. Now, it, you may remember... Um, yeah, Derek Chauvin was the person who was um, charged with manslaughter, right? I think it was shifted to murder. Oh, no, oh, no, no, oh. manslaughter and... First and second degree degree murder. <coughs> Correct. In the the death of George George Floyd. George Floyd. Um, well, that guy um, is recently been charged with tax evasion um, for th and thousands and th tens so, of thousands of dollars. Uh, what is tax evasion, Papa? Tax evasion is when you have purposefully misfiled or misled the government in terms of how much money you were making so you didn't have to pay them as much money in taxes. And um, the, the the amount of money that he and his then-wife um, are said to have evaded, tried to get away from paying, it's like about a half million dollars. Now, neither him nor his wife could be reached for comment, although with the wife it's interesting because um, within a week of the um, murder of George Floyd... Er, yeah, and not within his... Um, um, charging. Totally separate. She filed for divorce. She filed for well, divorce. Well, I mean, I don't think it's separate at all. Yeah, but it, like, it, she didn't be like, I like, I, I don't know, but it was not the same. Thing. Yeah, I mean, the, the government can't make you divorce someone, so yeah. it happened, and she said no. But what we're learning now is, as they begin to look at some specifics of uh, She was also doing yeah i mean the, as they, they file jointly together as yeah. a couple and so the tax evasion is on both of them she, and i think that that will be she true said she got more i don't know if she said anything did you hear something um no no i mean like she wrote on her like income when her, you file taxes jointly you both say the same thing that's how that works so oh so like together we make this much money correct so she will be probably on the hook for some of it. I think the details will we'll figure out later. Yeah, but like, what's interesting so about this and, and, and is related to the other piece of news is so the fact that the, the police officer who murdered George Floyd is being charged with tax evasion mm -hmm. became national news. But at the same time, um, on the in, in, towards the east, we have the, the continuing lack of attention being paid to Breonna Taylor, who was herself a, a black woman who was shot dead in her home and by police officer, but it still hasn't been pursued. And yeah. and, and so um, in response to this continued lack of interest, maybe lack of interest isn't right, uh, not as much of an attention on the death of Breonna Taylor, when in some ways the case was just as, as bad. Because she was, she was a nurse, right? And she was at home in her own home when she was killed by police. And so they did a um, what was it? What's it called again? 
where you come into the houses without knocking on the doors? It was a no-knock warrant, right? No-knock warrant. So they, they came in, yes. And um, the boyfriend, I think, said they thought they were being burglared. Burgled? Yeah, burgled. And so he got out his gun and shot an officer in the leg? Yeah, there was gunfire, and then she ended up being killed. Well, she um, ended up being shot at at least eight times. But that was months ago. So the news this week is that um, in Louisville, Kentucky, which is where um, her death occurred, four protesters in Louisville um, began on on Monday a hunger strike. Yes. And do you know what a hunger strike is, Nahar? Uh, You won't eat until your whatever you're wanting is met right and so their demands is that um that there is a need to bring justice to the memory of brianna taylor and they were being very public about it you go on hunger strike and then you make sure you make the news they're streaming live they're doing stuff on instagram facebook youtube to say we need to have attention to that and so yeah in addition to saying the name of brianna taylor it's also worth naming the names of um ari maybe amira bryant vincent gonzalez and tabin ebershoff who are the four protesters who are on that hunger strike for Brianna? Yes, and uh, the reason that usually works is because t- people, uh, usually the government is who they're protesting against. Well, they're trying to get motion somehow. Well, yes, yeah, right. They they usually or hopefully don't want those four people to starve to death. Right, and it just pushes attention. Right, I mean that's yeah. the thing. So. The point of that, I would say, if zooming out a little bit, is those things that John Lewis was fighting for when he crossed the bridge, the, the, the same kinds of things that the NAACP is suing for, which is equitable access to um, power and happiness and life, fairness in this country shouldn't be tied to what your race is or what your ethnicity is. And we're still not there yet. Yeah. We are still not there yet. And people not only are still working for it, but ought to be encouraged for working for it. It yes. is important. To make sure racial justice. Yeah, happens. Now, the the last piece of news is actually related to that in a kind of a scary way. Yeah. That, that the, the movement to pursue racial justice, um, to challenge the government to say, we want you to be doing different things. We think that this is inequitable. This isn't fair. Um, isn't always met with um, hmm. a good, yeah, good outcomes. Should we good say good outcomes? Yes. Yeah. So, um, you want to talk a little bit about what's been going on in in Portland, Nahar? Yes. So, the federal agents that. FBI. There's a, there's a number of different agencies that have been involved. FBI. I know the people from um, Homeland Security, Border Patrol. All have been sent to Portland. Mm-hmm. To Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yes, there's more than one Portland to take care of the um, protesters. Yeah, exactly. So what's happened is the president at the federal level has said he does not think that what the mayor of Portland is doing is sufficient. And because federal property is in danger, the federal courthouse there in Portland, he is mobilizing these forces to deal with protesters. 
Yes. Um, and there has been some pretty significant um, response, and there has been kind of some widespread viral videos about some of the, 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 the work and things that are happening by those officers. So things are intense in Portland. The protests are intense. There's loud, there's swearing, there's music. But the president has ordered in these troops, and the claim is, and I, from what I've seen, I, I'm going to say I support this claim, that the, the forces that have been gathered are responding with undue violence to the people who are trying to protest. Because protest is an essential part of American... Um, and it's one of the... Uh, things that we're allowed to do in the place where it's oh, written down. The Constitution? Yeah, that. Yeah. It, the the right to protest. Yeah. yeah. So the claim of protest, freedom of speech, freedom of right to assemble. Right to assemble. That's right. Yeah. So the it's happening. There's legal fights that are happening already to say what they're trying to do is inappropriate, but the other thing that is is on the table is that the president has said unless things get taken care of in um chicago chicago and uh, albuquerque new mexico um additional forces will be sent not only to portland but why would additional forces be sent to portland if i it mean matters they, continued chicago presence in... continued presence in ah. portland and a federal presence in chicago and albuquerque because quote unquote the mayors there can't get things under control so that is absolutely something we'll need to hear again, um, either because of the legal suits that are happening or um, because of the consequences to what happens if it does continue to go down the way it's going. Yep. Okay, so take let's take a breath, because that's some hard news. And then let's um, do some weird news. Nahar, weird news it up. Um, at the uh, place called... Lassen, I think is how it's pronounced, Volcanic National Park um, in Northern California, so um, on the opposite side of the country from where me and my dad live. Um, five acres around a place. Manzanita Lake. Manzanita Lake were shut down, so that's like a lot of space that was shut down after a, a single human being was attacked by an otter. That's right. An otter attack happened. We really need to be noting that. Yeah. On June 25th, Park Superintendent Jim Richardson told the Reading Record Searchlight the unnamed un sorry unnamed man was swimming in the river and came too close to the otter's offspring known as kittens so that's one little thing uh otters have kittens yes which are not kittens yes but they're kittens yes it is quote it is significant any time an animal attacks a human end quote richard richardson said he did not believe the man was seriously injured by the otter. By the otter, and he said that the otter would not be relocated. Its protective mama doing her job 
and the attack came as a surprise, he said. So there you go, Lassen Volcano National Park. If you're headed there, folks, watch out for mama otters. Who may attack you because you get too close to their young. Kittens. Kittens. Whew, you ready to explain it up? Yeah. Explain it up. Where we explain stuff real good. All right, this week on the Explain It Up, we're going to talk about asylum, and specifically asylum in the United States. So in general, Nahar, what does it mean to seek asylum in the United States? Um, it usually means that you are in trouble in the country. What country? The United States? The, you came from. I was in the middle of a sentence. Okay. And you want to seek, like, you want to um, uh, live there. Live where? In the U.S. Okay. For a while, maybe forever, to get away from the danger in your home country. So, um, if you lose your job in your home country and um, you want to look for a new job, can you seek asylum? No. Why not? Because you are technically not in danger. You gotcha. have to be in danger. I see. So someone, the technical thing is that it, 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 uh, there's probably a f more formal list, but it's because of your political views, because of your religion or race or ethnicity. If those things are the things causing you um, to be put in danger, then you can seek asylum. asylum. And so um, what... If, if the United States gives you asylum, what is it meant to do? Um, it's meant that you can stay in the U.S. for how long is it? Well, it, it depends. What it allows you to do is kind of get a work permit and potentially a green card, which is permanent resident status. Mostly what it means, and, though. And um, uh, ability to fly and travel. Places. If you're an asylee, yes. yes. If you get, if you formally get that, um, and and the point of it is to keep you safe from whatever it is that is on the other end. Now, do you imagine that some people who are applying for asylum lie? Yes. Why? Why would some people lie? Um, because they want to get out of their country. Um. Is it for free or do you have to pay to be an asylum seeker? Asylum seeking paperwork doesn't cost money. And partly it is to prevent, I mean, because they're trying to keep people safe. Yeah. Do you think that some of the people applying for asylum are telling the truth? Yes. <laughs> okay. So you could see where maybe some of the tension could be caused. Some people are lying, seeking asylum to try to get in. But there's also all kinds of people who really are in danger and are saying please let me any grant me asylum because i can't go back to where i was and if you get asylum your dependent family can come with you and also be safe yes does each separate person have to get an interview i think everyone is interviewed but the person who's filing is the person who's in immediate danger um in whatever country you're yes, fleeing and from. they want to like the family may not be in danger but they want to bring their family with them because they don't want to be separated from their family right 
Um, so in that way, asylum seeking is different than trying to immigrate. Yes. Because the imminent threat of danger in your home country isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got asylum? Yeah. I mean, we don't have asylum. Do we yeah. understand the explanation of what asylum is? Yeah. Okay. I would say so. All right. Make two noises and then we'll finish. Explain it up where we explain stuff real good. As usual, our last piece of current events relates to our explain it up. So now we've got some Canadian law. Take it away, Nahar. So a Canadian court on Wednesday ruled that a pact was invalid. Uh, the pact forces asylum seekers trying to enter the Canada through the American border. They have to first try to seek sanctuary in the United States, saying their detention there violates their human rights. So basically what that means is that Canada, Canada court, said that the law, is it? The law that said if you are sneaking through America and into Canada to seek asylum in Canada, you have to have first tried to seek asylum in America. So you could just be in Mexico and take a plane over the United States and into Canada and you this law wouldn't impact you. Um, I mean, it wouldn't impact you anymore because it was ruled out, but before, it wouldn't have impacted you if you just, like, went around or above. Or technically you could go under, but that would be... All the submarines from Mexico to Canada? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you... But, so, but, but they changed that law, and they now they said... They changed it, so you can go through the United States... And we won't tell on you. Canadians. The Canadians won't tell on you to America and say, like, this guy, a person didn't seek, try to seek asylum first with you. And they're saying they wouldn't say you illegally passed they, the uh, American border. They would just say they would uh, start the application for asylum process, correct? Yes. Yeah, so now my question is. Why would someone, can you imagine, feel like they're not safe in their own country and not try to seek asylum in the United States? So, um, maybe it would be because they don't uh, feel safe in the United States either. Like, they are trying to seek asylum from maybe both countries. Or they think the process is too hard there and it would be easier in Canada. Or... I don't know. There's plenty of reasons yep. that you wouldn't seek it in America, and, but you would in Canada. And so they changed that, and now you can do it in Canada without trying to do it in America if you walk through America or to train through America. But you know what I mean. So, I mean, the other thing to note here, to- totally right, um, is that part of what's happening is American political moment seems to be pretty even Bro. more racist than normal. Yes. And there's a lot of anti-Latinx, um, um, yes. po- like, um, ethos, do you know that From word? America. Like, feeling. Yes. And as a result, the Canadians are saying, 
it might not be safe or it might there might be a reason why someone who's like latinx might not feel comfortable seeking asylum but that doesn't mean it's not worth investigating um if it's coming here and they come through yes so um new canadian laws people recognizing human rights um, might not be being addressed properly in the united states and a lot of the other news seems to suggest that um before we go nahar I'm curious to just hear your thoughts on that last comment, kind of writ large. Your life is pretty comfortable. You kind of do what you want. You don't have a whole lot of concerns about your safety or the safety of people in your communities or that look like you. What, yes. as a nine-year-old girl who pays a lot of attention to the world, like, what do you think about this moment in terms of, like, what you see on the news around civil rights and, and, and racial justice and things like that. Do you have thoughts or anything you want to say that isn't just like what I said were being repeated to me? Um, I would say that it's hard because most of my friends don't follow the news and don't know as much racial justice history and even racial justice now as much as really I do really. I'm saying really a lot, but most people don't know. Why much. does why does your friends not knowing about it make it hard? Because I can't really talk about it, and when they say something that I would consider like something I wouldn't say, like because it was rude or something, I would say uh, against somebody else to say you she can't say that. That's rude. Um, most people are like, why? And then, but do you some you do sometimes say don't do that? That's not an appropriate thing. Yeah, or sometimes I don't because I feel like they didn't know because they were trying to be insulting. Cause, and I don't feel like it's in my place to say don't say that. That's inappropriate to say this to this person. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I know you've told me stories like sometimes you will try and teach your friends or have them know something yes. that they didn't know before even though that's hard mm -hmm. and why do you do that wouldn't it be easier just to like not have that conversation with them i don't really know it's just i <laughs> i try to uh, by the way i'm not saying you shouldn't i'm just no, 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 no. <laughs> i'm just asking um i try to um have them know in the world so they can stand up for their friends that they don't know and that they can just try not to hurt other people in that way again or just in the first place don't say that um so yeah i think I, that's good what, what i'll say is i think as people who pay attention you me our friends everyone that has power some privilege has a responsibility to use the fact that we're safe for people who have less privilege. Yes. It's our responsibility to do what we are we can to help our friends and family, our cousins in general, kind of be better in the world. And I see you doing that sometimes, even though it's hard, and I want to say rock on. Yeah. Um are we done with the news for this week yeah quick announcement before we go that we are going to take a summer vacation from summer vacation and we're going to take three weeks off 
from recording this podcast. Um, are we good for her? Yeah, so that means we'll see you uh, the and end of August. Yeah. Bra bra. Bye. Where do we go from here, Sinabo? We record, Binabo.